Welcome to Closer to Christ, the sermon podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and The Bridge in Muskego, Wisconsin. You can learn more about our ministries at stpaulmuskego.org. And now for this week's message. Everything was shalom in the Garden of Eden. Everything was all right. There was a perfect relationship between the man and the woman. There was a perfect relationship between their creator God. But sadly, everything is all right wasn't enough for Adam and Eve. They wanted something more. They wanted roles reversed. They wanted to be like God. And that's when the war began. As the lesson goes on in Genesis 3, we see that war carried out between the man and the woman. The the man points at the woman and says, it's her fault. And the woman points to the devil and says, it's his fault. And then we're told that that the desire of the woman will be for her husband. She'll want to try to control her husband and the husband will misuse his role and rule over the wife or over the wife, the war begins. And that kind of warfare has continued to this day as we struggle as sinful human beings to get along. But there's something far worse in this warfare. There was suddenly warfare between their creator God and them. In a miraculous, mysterious way, God had come to them in invisible form. He came to walk with them in the cool of the day, in the evening. And that could have been their highest delight as they enjoyed this marvelous relationship with their creator God. But now there was this warfare that was going on. They knew that this God who had appeared had every reason to strike them dead. And so they scurried for cover and they hid in the garden. They were ashamed. And everything wasn't all right. But then something surprising happened. The Lord God revealed himself not only as the creator God who loved Adam and Eve in the state of perfection, he was also the savior God, the Lord God who loved fallen, rebellious mankind. The Lord God knew that that he had to step in and and begin some negotiations, one-sided negotiation. Where are you? What have you done? Adam and Eve, the solution isn't to hide. That's not going to bring this warfare to an end. Come on out. Because I've got a promise for you. That a child would be born of the woman. And there's just this little hint there in Genesis 3 that this child would be born of a virgin, born of the woman in a miraculous way. That this child would be more than just a human being. Adam and Eve were no match for Satan. But this child born to the woman would crush Satan's head. That in this child, the warfare 
that existed between mankind and their creator God could come to an end, that there could be peace. Everything could once again be all right between God and them. That's what we celebrate this Christmas. We are all just like Adam and Eve. Every one of us has to admit that because of our sinful nature and the sinful nature of the people in our families and, and circle of friends and co-workers, there, there is very often warfare. Everything so very often is obviously not right. And most importantly, everything is not all right between us and God. Every one of us has things that, that, that just make us want to hide from God, hope that nobody sees we put on our Sunday best this Christmas Eve morning, and, and hope that nobody sees the things that trouble our conscience. But God does, and he invites us, come on out. The solution to this warfare is not to hide. It's to admit to the God who made the promise of the Christ child that you've got a problem problem that only God can solve. King David had to learn that. King David, a thousand years before the time of Jesus' birth, committed adultery and then murdered the woman's husband. And he tried to hide it. That's the solution. But the Lord stepped into King David's life and confronted him and invited him, come on out from hiding. That's not the way to find peace. And as David received that forgiveness, the Holy Spirit moved him to write a number of what's called penitential psalms. Psalms that express his sorrow for sin and, and claims that marvelous promise of forgiveness that everything is all right. Because you and I are just like Adam and Eve. We're just like King David. Let's listen to our God's invitation to come out from hiding and freely admit our sins and find that in the Christ child everything is all right. My wife sometimes wonders how good a historian I am. She, she thinks that maybe I don't know who, who won in World War II because I watched so many World War II documentaries. But it is kind of nice to know as you see the, the, the horrors of war, the destruction that war brings, who wins in the end. This is what God wanted his Old Testament people to understand. You can know who wins in the end. And that's what we can celebrate this Christmas. 700 years before the time of Christ, the prophet Isaiah spoke to God's people who were experiencing the horrors of war. It was literal war as the the province of Galilee, the tribes of Zebulun and Naphtali far to the north were experiencing the invasion of the Assyrian Empire. The Assyrians were the terrorists 
of that day. They were experiencing firsthand the horrors of war. And the Holy Spirit inspires the prophet Isaiah to give them hope in the midst of that horror. He says, remember the days of Midian. 600 years earlier when God gave victory through 300 men under Gideon over over 120,000 Midianite soldiers. That there would be a time when a warrior's garments would be rolled up and, and thrown into the fire. We wouldn't need them. The war would be over. How could that be? Because of a child. And that promises for us, as we live through some of the horrors of war, the burdens of our conscience, the conflicts that we experience within our families and friends and coworkers and classmates. A child whose names give us hope. Wonderful. The God who can do miracles, wonders. Counselor. The God who became a human being just like us, was tempted in every way, just like we are without sin. A God who understands us. Mighty God, the God who can take on the enemies that defeat us. Everlasting Father, the God who cares for us like a dear dad. And Prince of Peace, the one who can lead us into this place where everything is all right. And this is all possible because the government is on his shoulders. And what, what does that government on his shoulders mean? It means the responsibility is on his shoulders. You see, Adam and Eve started this war. We have continued this war, but the responsibility to end this war rested on the shoulders of this child. That as God, he could bear that responsibility and take on the guilt of our sin and announce to the people of Isaiah's day and our day Everything is all right. How do we know? The prophet ends this section with saying, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. The word zeal, it, it sometimes is translated as jealous. Jealous has kind of a negative flavor in English. Zeal has more of this positive flavor. But, but both of those words imply a, a, a lot of passion and concern for people that you love and care about. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. God is passionate about you. The people of Isaiah's day could say, I see that it's true. Because at Isaiah's day, when the Assyrian army came down and threatened Jerusalem with 185,000 soldiers, King Hezekiah, prophet Isaiah, 
they, they laid out this problem before the Lord in prayer. And in one night, 185,000 Assyrian soldiers died, and Jerusalem and Judah were saved. And it says, the zeal of the Lord Almighty accomplished this. The zeal, the passion of our God led him to give his precious gift of a child so that for you and me everything could be all right. Shalom. Peace be with you. Everything is all right. The disciples on Easter evening certainly wouldn't have thought that everything was all right. They had just gone through some uh, warfare of their own. The last time they had seen Jesus, they had said that they would not desert him. And then in the Garden of Gethsemane, they again scurried for cover when the soldiers came. The Apostle Peter followed in the footsteps of Adam and Eve and, and wanted to reverse the roles. Jesus, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm never going to deny you. And now it's three days later. And the God who shows himself more powerful than death is standing in front of them. And they know just like Adam and Eve that they deserve death. And the Savior who died for them and rose again says everything is alright between me and you. Shalom. Your sins are forgiven. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to hide. That's what we celebrate this Christmas. The child born to Mary was born for this specific purpose, to announce peace to people like the disciples and people like us. Everything is all right. Your sins are forgiven. And then he gives us a marvelous tool that can enable us to announce this same message to others. Jesus breathed on his disciples that Easter evening and said, if you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. We who have heard that message, everything is all right between us and God, have the privilege of announcing that same thing to others. That doesn't mean that the horrors of war, the pain of war, the struggles that we have with each other, it doesn't hurt. It, it hurt the Savior to suffer and die for us. It doesn't mean that it's not a big deal. It was a big enough deal for God that he had to give his son. But you and I, 
who have experienced this marvelous gift can then give that gift to others. We pray in the Lord's Prayer, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. God knows that that because we're sinful human beings, there is going to be this warfare going on. But here's the key to bring that warfare to an end. Peace, everything is all right. I forgive you. Well, that doesn't mean that suddenly everyone will be reconciled. Just as peace on earth doesn't mean that everyone will believe that Jesus is the Christ child who has reconciled them to their creator and savior God. But this is the key. That we who have experienced that peace can offer that peace to others. Everything is all right. I have been forgiven. And through Christ, I also forgive you. That's what we celebrate today. Peace on earth. Everything is all right between us and our Creator God. And in our hearts, we can say to the people around us, everything is all right. Your sins are forgiven. And pray that they would receive and believe that forgiveness. Peace on earth. Everything is all right. That's what our Savior Savior God gave us that Christmas day. Let's celebrate that by listening to the Christmas story as the gospel writer Luke records it in Luke chapter 2. Thanks for joining us on the Closer to Christ sermon podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and The Bridge in Muskego, Wisconsin. Closer to Christ podcasts are from our current sermon series, and are released every Monday morning. For live stream services and other ministry information, please visit us online at stpaulmuskego.org.